No credentials. Greatest album. Okay, welcome back, everyone. Um, this is a bit of a different episode. I got a bit of a strange message from Mike here recently. Uh, it was a link to a TikTok, which is not something we necessarily share frequently with each other. Thought, no, oh, geez, I don't even remember if I have TikTok installed on my phone anymore. Because we're in our 40s. <laughs> I had to like, figure out my password and, and log back in and finally get to this thing. And it's a uh, much younger person who's much more aware of what's going on in the music world with a big announcement. And what was that announcement, Mike? Well, it was actually sent to me by my wife. And, oh. uh, yeah, <laughs> it was also I much was... more t- uh, plugged into what's going on yes, in the world. Apparently. <laughs> and and she was explaining that Rolling Stone magazine has updated their list once again <laughs> with nine albums. And I believe they were uh, all, or were they all released in the last few years? Uh, I can't remember. I'd have to pull it up again. But but anyways, bottom line, nine new albums, and therefore they've they've bumped nine albums. So uh, yeah, uh, eight eight new albums. One, um, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, eight. Eight eight new albums. Uh, almost all released since the 2020 list came out, but not all. There's a yeah. Couple There's a couple we'll get to from, that. and then uh, yeah, and just one album changed ranking. So, um, right, yeah, kind of a a very underwhelming shift. I mean, I, I was somewhat relieved that it wasn't like a major overhaul. Just you know, four, three and a half years after they dropped that bombshell yeah. on us again. But this feels a little bit like the 2012 list. Like, ooh, let's. Uh, Let's just update this without actually going back and reevaluating everything again. It, it's interesting because at first, at first, I was annoyed. I don't know what your gut reaction <laughs> was. My gut reaction was just like, really, like, uh, how? Uh, just let how it often? <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, it's oh man, we don't do a podcast every week, so like, just can you give us a chance to, <laughs> to get to you know, just. Nobody, nobody texted us. Nobody emailed us. <laughs> nobody called us. Nothing. Right. Right. So, anyways, um, that was my initial reaction. What, what was your initial reaction? Yeah, a surprise. I, I really did. Yeah. Think well, we yeah. Had for a, sure. A good, you know, eight or nine years before they were going to give us a new one. Um, uh, but it's not. A, yeah. It's not even a new list. It's, it's not. It's a not new a list. new list. You're right. You're right. It, in fact, when you go to the Rolling Stone website, there's just this little preamble editor's note, December 2023, mm-hmm. um, that sort of outlines, "Hey, everyone, uh, you know, there's a few albums that that deserve to be on here," uh, and and they even send by saying the end by saying, uh, "So we kept the changes light." So. For whatever that's okay. worth, I, I don't know. If, like, can we now expect this every two to three years that we'll get a few little shuffles and surprises? And because um, I mean, that's the thing about setting these these rankings is as soon as you put them out there, they're they're aged. 
yeah. because new music is always being created, but yes, um, having it be a bit more organic, you know, slow changes over time. I, I can't decide if that's a good thing or a really annoying thing. <laughs> uh, okay. So the more I think about it, the more I wonder, is it, does it make more sense to just even every year to just add in a few because yeah. I mean, there are new albums that, you know, take the world by storm. Yep. Um, and, you know, in a very short amount of time, we'll, we'll talk about Taylor Swift, but I, I want to, I, I, I'll say like her album that came out in late 2022 and then kicked off her eras tour, which we've talked about recently. And, um, I don't know if she had started yet when we reviewed red last year with our daughters. Uh, but there are other albums that, you know, don't have the same influence until later, you know? Right. So it might be that in the next few years, there's an album from 20 years ago. That's really influencing people more than it did and now deserves to be on. So like, is it, is it make more sense to do it? I yeah. kind of like what they did in terms, if, if you, if you pretend that, if we say that 20, the 2012 list was an editorial, which it kind of was, um, and that 2003 was the first list, and then the 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 second list was 2020, okay, right? The 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 people they pulled were a totally different group, right? People that were you know still in grade school <laughs> when yeah. the first list came out are now hugely influential in the world's music, yeah. and they should have a voice. Even someone like uh, Beyonce, who was still early in her career, now is just you know a, a behemoth of of music and and pop culture, right? So like people like that, um, Taylor Swift, you know, you know they they need to be involved in the list. They need to be the ones pulled. Other other journalists, other important people. So yeah. in one sense, you know that that that's practical too because you get this kind of new yeah. wave the first list we felt when no. it was a lot of like it was a lot of the same type of people a lot of musical critics a lot of people mm -hmm. who who lived through that 60s 70s era and worked for rolling stone then a lot of um yep you know middle-aged white men to, to be frank and um that's yeah. just not I, I don't care what group it is but that's who it was and it's not diverse so it wasn't a diverse list and right. when you get the 2020 the 2020 list you get a lot of albums from those same years but they're different albums mm -hmm. and they represent today's music way better so i don't know what what do you think do you, do you, do you think that going forward doing this more often and just saying here's an update here's an update here's an update yeah. every year or two does that make more sense to you or the other way? Wait, you know, 18 years and just revamp the whole thing. I think if I had to pick one, I would pick the latter if mm -hmm. they're going to keep it at 500 albums. I think I think the update mm. every few years makes more sense if it's a Hall of Fame style of list oh, okay. where you know, this you just album, keep adding it. you know, like rock and roll hall of fame says, this is great. So we're going to add it in too, you know? And yes. And we're not deleting slowly, anything. We're not deleting anything. We're going to yeah. acknowledge those word. We're, we're still, do, you know, saying those are great. We're just going to add a couple every, every few years. That would make more sense to right. me if they are going to do these 
semi-annually tinkering uh, moves. Um, I even think about our spreadsheet now, which <laughs> we we have uh, one more column now with the 2023 list, um, which is kind of funny. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I still yeah. see all the albums on there as as ones I want to tackle eventually someday, even if they've been dropped from the 2023 list or dropped from the 2012 list or now dropped from the 2020 list. Um, and, you know, complicating things even more yeah. is they, they maybe would have been, I would have appreciated this a little bit more had they said, here are eight albums all from the last three years that are deserving, but they didn't. They, editorialized again and said, actually um, we've got a few Mm -hmm. albums here that we missed last time. So here's one from 1981. Here's one from 2005. Here's one from, uh, Mm. maybe those are the only, uh, the only ones that came out in that time, but you know, so you get this strange um, addition here uh, that I think I'd be more tolerant of if the whole list was being, redone that makes sense i guess i I'm, I'm on the fence but i think that um basically they they all and we'll talk about maybe we'll talk about this in a sec but they did they did almost a straight swap like they just took an album yes. out of a spot and and put an album in its place mostly so like yep. that's fine you can do that a bit especially you know below <laughs> kind of you know, maybe below 300 or 400 (laughs) and they did a couple higher than that. But, um, but how do you do, you can't do that with the top 10 albums, even the top hundred albums, I think is challenging to just little by little do that. Unless you're, unless you're doing, then you get to a point where you're almost doing a yearly re-ranking. And right. that's just, I'm, I'm sure it takes more than a couple of days to put this thing together. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perhaps. Or I'm, I'm, I'm sure that they would be able to, if they poured enough uh, time and energy into it. Um, do they want that? And does the listening or does the uh, reading public want a new list every, every couple of years too? I, I don't know if <laughs> you start no, I, referencing the Rolling Stone greatest albums list and you have to say, well, which, which year are you talking about? Well, exactly. I, I don't know. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it, it's, so it's an interesting move, but we, yeah. Last year we talked about when they did, they released, you know, the, the hundred greatest singers. Was it a hundred? I can't remember how many. I think that's right. Yeah. And, and one of the things that I think we both agreed with that somebody or that I read somewhere um, is that the list wasn't put out to be a definitive list. It was put out to get people talking and yeah. to, it was just a, I don't want to say publicity stunt, but it kind of was uh, <laughs> yeah. to get people to click on the page and to talk right. about it. And uh, that old adage, uh, all press is good press because our initial reaction, to other people was like this, this list is a mess <laughs> and, and, <laughs> right. you know, the, some of the, some of the rankings are ridiculous, you know, rankings of as, as singers, you know, John Lennon, Bob Dylan, you know, in very high spots, us going, okay. Uh, songwriters, storytellers, cultural icons, performers. Yes. Singers, vocalists. Mm. And, yeah. and the, the amount of amazing, uh, successful vocalists who were not on the list was just right. appalling. And then the comment was, well, guys, they didn't do it to 
to make a conclusive list. They did it to get you and everybody else talking about it. <laughs> right, right. So yeah. I think same thing. You you freshen up this. You know, I mean, three years in the world of social media, in the world of pop culture, because it's been just over three years yeah. since they updated the list, and I can't believe it's been that long. Um, that's like eons in the world of pop culture. Right, that's right. like, think about how much you change from grade nine to grade 12. Like, you're like a different person right. in that world. If we're talking about, you know, people who really consume a lot of this, of course, people in their 20s and 30s and beyond as well. But... Um, to freshen this up, it just gets people talking about it again. I and yeah, right. three years to not change something or to not do something new is like, not to us, but I think to a younger generation, uh, that's old news. You know, that was yep. like, I'll, I'll, I'll ask my, my kids, you know, Oh, is this so-and-so? I haven't heard this for. Yeah, it is. Oh, is this their new album? Well, yeah, it's from last year. Last year, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not their new album. It came out like in July. Be like, right. yeah, that's their their yeah. latest album. They're like, yeah, Dab, but it's not new. Yeah, right. And, like, well, well, and, and this list is a great <laughs> example of that. Uh, I said, hey, uh, Annika, um, knowing that she's a Taylor Swift fan, did you did you hear uh, folklore got added to this uh, list, sort of out of nowhere? And she said, ah, oh, Dad, I already know that. Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) If you are still listening, you probably uh, have already Googled this in the time that we have been rambling on here. But we may as well go over the uh, the eight albums that were added, the eight albums that were cut, and the one that got moved. uh, Yes, in a kind of interesting uh, pivot as well. Okay, Um, so let's let's do the, the the eight albums that are new. Okay, so uh, at 491, Harry's House by Harry Styles, 2022. 466, Red by Black Uhuru, 1981. I don't know anything about that or the band. Um, 437, Demon Days by Gorillaz, 2005. I have that on CD and vinyl, in case you're ever over and you want to listen to it. Excellent (laughs) album. 430, uh uh-oh. Uh, un verano sin ti. Don't speak Spanish, so let's hope the uh, <laughs> if that is Spanish. Um, by Bad Bunny 2022. Uh, 358 Sour by Olivia Rodrigo 2021. And number 351 SOS by SZA 2022. 170 Folklore by Taylor Swift 2020. And 71 Renaissance Beyonce 2022. Um, Whew. all right, yeah. Uh, some some pretty amazing albums. Okay, it's not it's, they didn't pick like really obscure things. I don't think um, right. the ranking changed. So uh, Exodus by Bob Marley moves from seventy one to forty eight. Okay, um, and now here's here's the albums that. <laughs> Here's the albums that are gone, and this, some of this is funny to me. And and I'll talk maybe a little bit. I can't, I couldn't tell you where they all go, but I know where some of them go. So, "Fine Line" by Harry Styles, 2019. So that was one of the, I think was one of the like the second newest album. I think it was the, the 20- newest album. Well, I think Billie Eilish. Uh, Oh, no, this one might have been. They were both, I think, in 2019. It might have been this yeah. one. I think you're right. So, Fine Line. So, it gets bumped and replaced by Harry's House. A newer one. <laughs> so, yeah. A newer Harry's House, which he's is funny. He's made a big impact, but 
that old impact not as big anymore. <laughs> but this um, the Beach Boys today from 1965. That's gone. Uh, that was replaced Scre- by Black. Ooh. Okay, right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. It's in the same list. Screamadelica by Primal Screen 1991 was replaced by Demon Days. Uh, For Your Pleasure by Roxy Music in 1973, replaced by the Bad Bunny album. That's a uh, band that I want to learn more about Roxy Music. I feel like I should know more about them. And now. My <laughs> my Gen X my Gen X friends my older Gen X friends born in the '60s who grew up listening to '80s music know Roxy music very well. Yeah, I think they were big in in the well. That's a '70s album, but anyways. Um, yeah, well, and fortunately, they do still have one left on the list. Uh, yeah, they so, had like f- they had four, I think, right initially. Or at one point, they're down to I just think, one. So yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, my aim is true. By Elvis Costello, 1977, was bumped for Sour. Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. That's a good album. I I like it. I'm sad we won't get to talk about. It. Well, Aww. we'll get to it eventually. We'll someday. It eventually. Way down to it. Yeah. Uh, Goo by Sonic Youth, 1990, was replaced by SOS by SZA. Uh, Disraeli Gears by Cream. This is where you start getting to maybe a little even more. I mean, Cream's a pretty Pretty influential band. Um, that was replaced by Folklore. And yeah. then Legend, the Best of Bob Marley and the Wailers, 1984. Uh, that was replaced by Exodus. Because yes. Legend was 48. Exodus moves up. But Renaissance Swap a Marley takes, for a Marley. Yeah. But but where Exodus was, that's where Renaissance goes by Beyonce. Yes. So, so Renaissance debuts on the list at 71 and folklore debuts at 170 which is pretty impressive um and for for our personal plans i i don't know we haven't really finalized this but really the only change that we do need to to tackle i guess is going back and doing beyonce renaissance Renaissance. yeah Um, everything else is 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 ahead of where we've done already it is a bit sad to say goodbye to legend it uh, oh. It is our most listened to episode of all time, and our reissue of that episode is our second most listened to episode of all time. So it's it's we, uh, okay. Maybe we'll just Can we have talk to republish a- that one every few years just to to keep those listens oh, coming man. in. <laughs> um, that one to me, we okay. You have always and and I agree with you for the most part. You have always expressed that um, you don't really feel that compilation albums have a place on a greatest album list because right. it's it's usually almost always compiled by by the label and just a producer yeah. doesn't have to do with the artist it wasn't something the artist created as a single piece of art right. um it's a compilation of hits or whatever the producer wanted it to be and and i agree with you for the most part and we <laughs> saw that when it when it shifted to the 2020 list, we saw a lot of compilation albums either removed or really dropped down like way, like uh, way down to the bottom if they weren't removed. Now we see an album. Okay. That not only was still very high on the list. So it was 48 is one of the best selling albums ever period has, um, 
I think second most weeks on on the Billboard uh, top 200 or top 100 list. It's of all time. I think it's second only to Dark Side of the Moon in terms of total weeks. Yeah, on that list. Um, I'm. I feel like it's because there was somebody on the staff who decided that they agree with you, Ben, <laughs> that compilation <laughs> albums shouldn't be on the list and, and right. push to have this up because to, there's no other reason that this wouldn't be on there because not only is it, you know, it showcases their best music. Like it's, it's really good. Um, or, or they're most radio friendly. We, we said it's, it's doesn't really showcase the, the political side of, you know, the protest right. side of Bob and Bram helped us see that, especially when we, we talked about uh, Exodus, which was just great. And Exodus is a fantastic album. Uh, but, um, but it's, it's successful and popular and, Etc. Etc. So I, I'm surprised by that. Um, I'm surprised by that move. That's an interesting move. What do you think? It's really, it's really interesting. Um, I think that is the album that we have had the least amount of uh, tension with it being on. <laughs> um, yeah, because it is so beloved, and oh and, yeah, you know, one that we were both pretty aware of, even whether or not it's been in our collection. And so, Oh yeah. And I, and I think a lot of other people would say the same thing. Um, if they, if they had an entry point into Bob Marley, it was probably through that greatest hits album um, for better or worse. Uh, so I could understand why it was on the list. I, I think I'm happy now that Exodus has taken its place, but it seems a bit odd to just discard it uh, and to drop it completely, especially with, other compilation albums remaining um, that have not been dropped off. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, yeah. maybe one of the best selling, uh, one of the greatest compilation albums of all time suddenly is not on this list. And there yeah. are others that, that still are. So uh-huh. I don't know. We'll see what, what happens next time. Um, and this, again, this was not a repolling of folks. This was a, a decision in an office somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, editorial. And, yeah, for uh, sure. You know, in a decade or whenever they actually do poll industry folks again, may- maybe it comes back. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we'll have to yeah. see. But um, yeah, it, it is kind of funny um, to have that dynamic. Um, I, I I think that our our daughters would be maybe a little disappointed if we didn't talk about folklore a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, have you listened to those? Sister albums, Folklore and Evermore from 2020. Yes, I I have a a quick listen. I would say yeah. I don't know them as well as some of uh, her other stuff. Right, but I I enjoy it. I enjoy the sound. And yeah. I was a bit a bit surprised that it showed up here, and actually, so was Annika. Um, but I'm sure there are reasons for it. Uh, and we'll get to those eventually in a, in a few more years. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, we I think, about. I think that, um, you know, there was, there was a good amount of profound music that came out of the pandemic that came out of lockdown. There were some musicians who used that time alone or with a few people to really explore the creative side and all the emotions and feelings uh, and tension that was happening at the time. And uh, Taylor Swift gave us not just one surprise album, but two. So she released that in, 
I don't know, I want to say June or something. I don't think it was, it was April. Was it that early? It was pretty early. Yeah. And then in later in the, I think in August, August or October or something, she said, like just like out of the blue, was it was like tomorrow I'm releasing an album. Like whoa, you know, <laughs> like there was nothing. And same with folklore was like very little lead up. And with Evermore, she said, you know, we just had so much music from the first sessions that it felt appropriate to release another one. Right. It see it sees her really um, delving into a more acoustic side, a more folky side. Obviously, it's called folklore. Uh, <laughs> really, as as I'm talking to my daughter, who's a, who's a vocal student, really leaning into her her alto abilities. Um, some some of my daughter's soprano, and my wife's an alto, and there are some songs that. <laughs> My daughter can't sing every note, but my wife can because she really digs into those those that lower range in her in her vocal ability, uh, which is which is pretty interesting for a pop superstar um, to do that. Uh, and yeah, it's impressive, it and and I think it ushered in just a new era of uh, no pun intended um, to of music, uh, not only for Taylor but really for for everyone to be able to switch from a very uh her album the year before lover was very you know it was uh pastel blues and pinks and mushy gushy and uh, great music like it wasn't cheesy it was just it was Mm -hmm. light and poppy it was it was a switch from her previous album before that which was renaissance which was like a revenge album and was blacks and whites and snakes and this was butterflies and hearts and and then we get this next two albums uh, folklore hitting kicking that off very introspective um you know a, a, the cover is you know a picture of a black and white picture of the woods with taylor just very small in the distance and um it's just a whole different feel so i i yeah. i do i do and i think also her it, it brought in a lot of new fans um yep who saw and, a different side i think that that point about it coming out of the pandemic you know if we yeah. are gonna add albums that's a huge part of the last three years. And uh, absolutely and Change, the music changed. that comes to mind right away when yeah. you think about the last few years is that, well, really a, an explosion of Taylor Swift. Yeah, for <laughs> uh, sure. But, right. But yeah. especially those surprise albums for sure. Um, yeah. In, in less than two years, she released three albums, you know, in, in less than f- four years, she did four, right? Like, you know, it was yeah. crazy actually. And, yeah, I guess four and three years, really. But um, I, I'm actually wouldn't have been surprised if they had put her latest album, which came out over a year ago, Midnight's on, because that has just been yep. huge. And and with you know the tour following that, which is like become one of the biggest tours ever yep. by anybody, um, it, it's crazy. So so that's that's I'm cool with that. I think it's a, a very high debut, but. I mean, she's a pretty influential <laughs> artist. Yeah, um, sure. the, the, the other one I want to talk about a little bit, I, I mean, you could talk about lots too, but um, uh, Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. I mean, she is, um, you know, a bit of a Taylor protege, if I can be so bold to say, <laughs> Follow, you know, talking about relationships and breakups and was just a massive album, especially for uh, for younger people, for younger uh, females, um, and, and just took the pop world by storm again. So like, I'm totally cool with that. Um, and I think it's absolutely hilarious 
that at 491 a Harry Styles album bumps a Harry Styles album. It's just like <laughs> comedy gold. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, Harry's Harry, I don't know if you've listened to Harry's house. Um, it's really good. It's a good album. <laughs> it's, it's really fun. Um, and so I, I don't have a problem with that, but, uh, and I mean, Beyonce's Beyonce. So what, what can <laughs> I say? Um, yeah, it'll be fun to tackle that one too. We're not sure what we're going to do with that Beyonce review. If we'll wait until we finish this next block of 10 or if we'll just uh, do a quick review and insert it here in the midst yeah. of this uh, chunk of uh, of these next 10 albums. Um, but, uh, but yeah, something interesting. And uh, boy, we're not really recording and releasing these albums fast enough Um for the pace, it seems of a yeah. uh, a new Rolling Stone uh, list, um, and yet we're having a great time with it, and we hope you are too. So uh, we'll just continue to to stick with it and uh, see where it takes us. So stay tuned; uh, we've got more stuff coming. Yep. Not sure how fast, as Ben said, but <laughs> thanks again for joining. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this. Uh, hope to get you thinking about a few things and uh, check out that list if you haven't. Some of the additions, it's the new music for sure. And um, until next time, we hope you uh, take care of yourselves, take care of those around you, important to you, and most of all, we hope you'll join us again right here on the Sound Logic Podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you like what you hear, subscribe on your favorite podcast app and write a review. Send us a message at our Facebook page, on Instagram, or through our SoundLogic Podcast Twitter feed. Thanks for listening.